Hello, this is the World Economic News by Coldwater Economics for Wednesday the 3rd of June. The purpose of the bulletin is simple to state. I'm trying to keep you abreast of what's sort of sticking out as unexpectedly good or unexpectedly bad in the data from the world's major economies. Today's data included eight which were surprisingly healthy and only two which were shockingly bad. Coldwater's Global Shocks and Surprises Index rose a further nine basis points to minus 0.08, which is the least negative since early April, and compares with an early May low of minus 0.95. Right now, the indexes for both the US and Europe are recovering, but still negative, whilst Asia is solidly positive. In the US, it's a matter of keeping things in perspective. The consensus expectation for May's private sector job losses, as calculated by ADP, was 8.7 million. So the news that employment fell only 2.76 million, or 2.5%, was a pleasant surprise. Certainly, it was better than the 19.6 million jobs lost in April. And it means that between March and May, private employment fell by 17.3%, or by 22.3 million. The other thing to know, notice about May's data is the shape of the losses. Manufacturing was worst hit, down 794,000. But next, rather surprisingly, was health and social care, which was down 333,000. The 13% drop in April's uh, US factory orders was much as expected, so no shock. But nevertheless, it's worth reminding that with inventories down only 0.4%, the inventory-to-shipment ratio is actually rocketing higher. Now, that's a disequilibrium between supply and demand, which will need to be worked out later this year, and doing it will be a drag on the industrial sector. So I thought it was interesting to watch that. Not too much genuine news in Asia today, uh, except for markets, services, PMIs, which are, shall we say, speculative accounts of what may or may not be happening. But for the record, China's services PMI rose 10.6 points to 55, which suggests May had the sharpest monthly expansion in activity since October 2010, whilst Hong Kong's PMI rose 7 points to 43.5, which suggested the mildest contraction since January. Still, the contraction seems endless, You've got to go back to March 2018 to find a result for Hong Kong, which is above the boom-bust line of 50. In Europe, the focus fell on April's unemployment rates, with the Eurozone rate rising 0.2 percentage points to 7.3%, and Italy's rate apparently falling falling 1.7 percentage points to 6.3%. In both cases... The results were better than expected, and in both cases, there are good reasons to temper your optimism because both results are in different ways distorted. In Italy's case, it makes no sense that the unemployment rate is falling. In fact, although the unemployment rate fell by 1.7 percentage points to 6.3%, the number of people actually employed fell by 274,000 and the employment rate actually fell 0.7 percentage points to 57.9%. What's happening and what's driving the unemployment rate down is a major exodus of people from the workforce altogether. No less than 746,000 people aged 15 
to 64 counted themselves out of the workforce uh, in, in, in April, which means that the inactivity rate in Italy went up two percentage points to 38.1%. To put that in some sort of context, that inactivity rate is about twice Britain's rate, um, which is at 20.2%. For the Eurozone as a whole, although the unemployment rate Although unemployment, excuse me, arose by 1.8% month on month, or by 212,000, and the unemployment rate rose 0.2 percentage points to 7.3%, there were significant and unexplained downward revisions made to February and March's rates. So the final result actually came in lower than the market expected. So there's a little bit of sort of gerrymandering going on there. Within that, Spain's rate was up um, 0.6 percentage points at 14.8%. France's rose 1.1 percentage point at 8.7%. And as we've seen, Italy claimed its rate fell 1.7 percentage points to 6.3%. According to them, Italy is the lowest of the major, has the lowest unemployment rate of all the major Eurozone economies and is a rate sharply lower than the Eurozone rate as a whole. Obviously, there's something wrong. Well, that's the major economic news uh, for the day, so far as we can tell it from here, uh, and uh, thank you for listening.